Hey, everybody. Saul Marquez with the Outcomes Rocket. Welcome back. And thanks for tuning in. Today, I have a mini episode for you with Teresa Demeter from Tegria. Honestly, like I had an um, amazing opportunity to meet her at the health conference, the Vive conference. So this is mm-hmm. podcast number three. So Teresa, it's such a pleasure to be here with you. I really am excited about what we're about to announce. So first off, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Now, Tegria is amazing. They're on a mission to provide next generation tech and services to healthcare industry professionals to transform care. They're doing some amazing work to increase access to help alleviate some of the pain points that care providers are going through. And today, I'm excited to have her on the podcast to announce something. But a question for you, the triple demic, right? Mm-hmm. It's been hitting hard right now, Teresa, especially among kids. It's the new thing that's placing stress on hospitals, especially emergency clinicians. What's going on? We can't catch a break, can we? It's just like one thing after another and you finally feel like the world is starting to settle and then this thing, the triple-demic comes. So the triple-demic is this confluence of COVID, not only continuing, but on the rise again. RSV, which is often is hits children, but any age person can be susceptible to a respiratory virus, an illness called RSV, and then also flu. So you know that for the last several years, we were often isolated or we wore masks and there was much less prevalence of disease. Well, now that we've all taken our masks off and we're seeing family for Thanksgiving, we're all getting back together again and these viruses are just proliferating and we're seeing it fill up the hospitals again. Most of our hospitals right now are at 80 and 90% capacity, which is harkens back to the very early COVID days when we were just at maximum capacity. And that is really impacting care of the pediatric patient because we have pediatric hospitals and those are obviously set up to care for children, but those are fewer and further between. And so most pediatric patients. And of course, all adult patients are showing up at the regular emergency departments and it's causing a lot of stress on the emergency departments. Yeah, it's definitely a big issue right now. And caring for children with respiratory emergencies like these takes special training. Why is that and what is it? You know, that's such a good question. And in fact, our medical director, Dr. Doton, often reminds people that children aren't just small adults. So that's why, because we're not, kids just aren't small adults. They have different anatomy. They have different physiology. They have different behavioral health needs. They have different medication needs. So they're really just a completely different population. PEDS goes from a newborn all the way through 18 years old. Sometimes there's a weight-based component though. So some 17-year-olds may be treated as an adult and sometimes a 16-year-old is a pediatric patient. It can vary when they get a little bit older. But for the most part, pediatrics has a completely different set of policies, treatments, equipment, supplies, and tools. And in a general emergency department, normally we would just call it an ED, they don't see enough kids with enough volume with the same emergency to get enough reps on it to feel really comfortable. 
But what's happening now is just this huge number of children coming into the emergency departments, all with respiratory illness and some very critical respiratory illness. And so the fact that they don't see this many kids is causing the physicians to feel less confident, to feel worried about it. It's causing stress. And of course, parents as well, they know they have a sick baby or a sick child and they're waiting longer in the waiting room and they're waiting longer in the emergency department to get an inpatient bed for their child because the pediatric intensive care units are also full. So it's a little bit of a domino effect. You know, wow, when you said it, Teresa, it just like resonated with me. Kids are not small adults. Their needs are very different. And there's a spectrum of care that comes with its nuances. And there's areas that there's big gaps. There's no children's hospitals. There, so how do people take care of kids during this tough time? And if up-to-date training is so necessary but rare, what could we do about it? Everything about taking care of children is different. For a pediatric specialist, emergency department physician, not only do they do all of the normal training that all physicians do, but then they do additional pediatric training, which takes several years. So it's a very long training period. And children, the way the health systems work and the way children's hospitals and children's pediatric emergency departments work, the billing and the reimbursement is different which causes sometimes those pediatric-facing departments to struggle a little bit more financially, as well as just the general staffing shortages in terms of physicians and nursing. It's causing pediatric hospitals across the country, children's hospitals across the country, to rethink the services they offer for fewer children's hospitals to be built. And so very pediatric-specific care is getting harder to find, and especially if you live in a rural area. So 90% of all patients come to a general ED, but even in the generalized emergency department, far fewer patients are kids. And so it's just a more difficult population for physicians to stay practiced and stay comfortable and get enough reps on any one treatment protocol to feel really comfortable. So again, it's much like the triple demic is RSV and COVID and flu, we also have another set of competing challenges on the other side, just keeping our hospital staffed with pediatric trained physicians and then making sure that all of our physicians have the opportunity to stay refreshed on pediatric treatment and skills so that when the kid does come in, they can say to the parents, we got you, we got this, this is going to be good. Because right now they feel some stress about that. Totally. Yeah. And there's a huge opportunity here. As I understand it, you are doing a live free training pretty soon yeah. on helping clinicians take care of this. Talk to us about that. Yeah. Well, really, as you mentioned, we're Tegria and Tegria's healthcare consulting. And really the mission of Tegria is to help healthcare organizations with everything under their purview short of physically laying hands on a patient. But everything up to that point is something that we want to be able to help healthcare providers and healthcare organizations with. So we have a really experienced clinical team of physicians and nurses who are able to go back into hospitals, whether it be the ED or OB or cardiology, and help clinical teams refresh on knowledge and skills 
review processes, do process improvement, build teamwork, communication. It's all of those things that are required to provide quality, safe care for a patient. And so what we're doing right now, because there is such need, normally we would go into the hospital and work directly with care providers and do some hands-on training. And we can certainly do that. But because we can't be everywhere all at once, we wanted to provide like a top 10 checklist. If you are a physician in an emergency department, you're a nurse in an emergency department and you are overwhelmed and you don't have time for a bio break even, (laughs) here is just some quick things that you can do in your own department and with your particular knowledge and skill set to refresh on pediatrics so that when that child comes in, you have an increased level of confidence that you can safely care for that child. So within the LinkedIn event, we'll do some kind of like a panel discussion, just kind of talk about what's going on and where is the need. But the meat of it will really be walking clinicians through this checklist. It's a pediatric readiness assessment to make sure that you know how to do weights on a child. You know how to use your intubation and airway management supplies and equipment. Things that are as basic as knowing how to turn on an infant warmer. When you don't see very many newborns in your emergency department, something is knowing how to turn on a piece of equipment. Not only is it challenging just to remember all of that, but you're also frantic because you have a life here that's Mm -hmm. waiting for you to figure out how to turn this thing on. So it just goes through all of those important things just as a refresh Everybody got the training. Everyone knows how to do it. But this is going to bring it back to top of mind. So it includes supplies, equipment, medication, dosing, the defibrillator, all of that stuff that just will be a feel like a good refresh for pediatric patient care. Well, Teresa, this is amazing. Just some quick ones. Who is it for? Who would ideally benefit from this education? Well, our top audience that will be really interested in this will be Emergency medicine physicians, NPAs, anyone who cares for a patient, same with nursing, but also respiratory. So those three roles come together to care for pediatric patients in this crisis that we're calling the triple-demic. So it's physicians, nurses, and respiratory therapy. Not to say that there aren't others that will also find value in it, but that's the target audience. Target audience. Okay, great. Thank you for that. So RTs, nurses, ED physicians, you're hearing this? check it out. And we're about to share when and where. So when is it? This will come up this Tuesday, which is December 20th at 10 o'clock a.m. Pacific time. It will be a LinkedIn Live. Fantastic. And where can people find it? So the best place to find us right now is to either go to our website at tegria.com, which is T, like in Tom, E-G-R-I-A.com. Or go to LinkedIn and look us up under that same name, Tegria, on LinkedIn and go to our events tab and we'll post the information and the URL so that you can get hooked into it there on the Tegria LinkedIn. That's fantastic. So folks, I'll go ahead and in the show notes, our team will put the link to this training in the show notes. So make sure you go there, click on it. It'll take you straight to the event inside of LinkedIn. You're not going to want to miss it. An incredible service that you guys are doing, Teresa, for our community that needs it so much. So can't thank you enough for doing this, folks. Take advantage of it. It's a great opportunity to refresh your skills for this time. 
Teresa, I can't thank you enough for being with us. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for letting us share this information. So it's great to see you. Likewise. Likewise.